Welcome to r slash petty revenge, where when this person finds out that their partner is cheating on them, they turn to glitter. I caught my partner cheating, so I covered his whole house in glitter. That is literally it. I caught him cheating by looking through his trash, literally, emails, and found some pretty graphic emails from the other woman. Confirmed he was with her that day through his Google Maps tracking. So, I got every bit of loose glitter I owned, and I went to his house and scattered it. In his bed, his couch, his chairs, his toilets, his clothes, his iron flat top stove. I know I'll be okay and I'm going to heal. But guess who probably won't ever be able to fully get rid of all the glitter? And that right there is the beauty of petty revenge. Sometimes revenge can be so simple yet so sweet. Let's carry on. Now for our next story of petty revenge. Angry lady yelled at a special needs person at the gym. So we did a bit of trolling. This guy named Michael has Down syndrome and he's at the gym with his father four days a week around the same time. He is very nice and positive. He yells encouragement and compliments to people working out. When he arrives at the gym and if he sees me, he yells very loudly, something like, Hey, how are you? Glad I can see you. And if he likes my shirt, he tells me he likes it and the things he likes about it. Michael is a genuinely good person and I love seeing him when I work out. When he's working out, he makes loud oo sounds that sound like a cow going moo, but without the M part. It's very loud, especially when he's getting in the zone in his workout. If you've never seen him, you look up, see him lifting like a beast, and being the mature adult you are, can tell he has Down syndrome, mind your own freaking business, and go back to your workouts. Apparently, that was too hard for someone this evening. A lady with her training group, about five people total, was working out next to Michael. How the gym is laid out, the aerobic stretching area is next to the dumbbells. Still plenty of room for everyone. Michael is doing his thing, having a great workout, but he is getting very loud. His father is nearby working out on the machines near the dumbbell area. One of the ladies gets annoyed and walks up to him and yells at him to keep it down. I know the father. We have similar jobs and talk sometimes about work. We both made eye contact and our eyes widen. We're both thinking, what the frick is wrong with her? Michael isn't hurting anyone and almost everyone has headphones on anyway. Michael said, okay, very loudly. That's just him, but it felt like a hilariously smart-ass response. Everyone gets back to their workouts. Michael obviously is just as loud as ever making those noises. The lady gets angry again, walks up to him, and literally yells at him to keep it down. The father is understandably angry, walks up to her, tries to explain to her that he's special needs and doesn't mean to be loud. They argue for a bit. I couldn't hear everything they said, but the conversation ended when the father yelled extremely loudly, He's our word. What the frick do you want from us? Everyone stops working out and looks at her. Her face turns bright red and she sulked away. Everyone goes back to their workouts. Yeah, not entirely sure with the dad's use of the R word there about his own son, but I guess he's that infuriated that he's just trying to make a point to the woman. I don't know. Not a word I would have chosen, but hey, I'm not in this story. So now for the petty revenge parts. My workout buddy and I decided that we really, really needed to work our abs. So we did some sit-ups in the stretching area next to their group. And we grunted loudly when we got to the last few reps. They said nothing to us though, but we still had fun. Oh man, you've got to be a pretty terrible person to ever have a go at someone with Down syndrome. I mean, what are you doing in that situation? Especially given the fact that it's a gym. Gyms are pretty loud anyway. And Michael's just having fun. Doing what he loves. Lifting weights. Being a beast, as you said, OP. Let the man have some fun. 
and let him get jacked. Oh, and also, of course, great pet revenge from you and your mate. Just letting them know how absurd they're being. Made a road rager pay for his actions. So something bizarre happened on my drive to work a few days ago, and I still think about it. There was this car that was aggressively weaving between lanes, sometimes with zero warning or turn signals. And at one point, he tried to get into my lane, but I was already next to him. He still tried to merge and nearly ran me into the left median. I had a car in front of me and behind me, so I couldn't brake too fast or speed up, and I wasn't in his blind spot. So instead, I honked my horn, but he still tried to get in the lane. He ended up getting behind me and tailgating me aggressively. And I'm like, whatever, dude. I'm just driving to work. This isn't Fast and Furious. You're in a Lexus. Eventually, he got in front of me, and I thought it was the end of it. Wow, you're in a Lexus there goes down as one of the all-time great lines. Phenomenal. But this guy made me his enemy, because after that, he did not let me pass him. Ever. I simply did not care. I was too tired for antics. But anytime I changed a lane, he'd change with me and then slow down to slow me down. And for a while, I thought, am I imagining this? So finally, an exit for the toll road was coming up on the right. And I was like, screw it. I'll take the toll road. Get away from this guy. And I sped up to get into the exit lane. But this guy went all the way from the left lane into my toll road lane. So I was like, you had no intention of being in this lane. I don't think I'm imagining things anymore. So I stayed a good distance back, waited for him to get kind of into the curve of the exit lane to the point where he was committed to it. And I immediately changed lanes and got out. I watched him try to swerve out, but it was too late for him. He was in the toll lanes and I was on my merry way. I've been thinking about it and laughing for days now. Oh my gosh. Didn't just waste his time. Also cost him money. Phenomenal. I mean, honestly, just, just so good. So good. I'm not surprised you've been thinking about it and laughing about it for days. It's one of the best Petty Avengers I've read. So simple. This guy, clearly just very, very angry person. Very jealous. I mean, a lot going on, clearly. Who in their right mind would ever act like this? I have no idea. And he paid the ultimate physical price in the sense that he went through a toll that he clearly didn't want to go through. I don't even know where that road would have gone. Who cares? I mean, hopefully it was a nice, smooth journey for him. But uh, yeah, had to pay for no reason at all other than his own idiocy. Love it. Now for our next petty revenge story, inconveniencing an entitled girl. So a couple of days ago, I was getting my nails done at a local salon. The girls there are amazing and it's just three of them. So they time manage as it goes. Most people just walk in, but most people know if you do that, you'll have to wait. They'll usually say, come back in X amount of time and we'll be ready for you. I had an appointment and still ended up waiting a little. No big deal. They were slammed. In that time, three people came in and their names were written down as next in line, as well as two girls already waiting next to me. So five people after me. I finally sit down to get my nails done and it's a simple manicure with no polish. One girl was doing pedicures on a couple and the other had just started a full set. As soon as I sit down, this teenage girl comes in with her parents and seats herself at a table without saying anything. Her parents then walk up to the lady who was doing my nails and say, and I quote, Her flight leaves in five hours and we have to leave in one to make it on time. Her nail just broke. Fix it. Rude. So, so rude. Not to mention there are five people ahead of her. The nail lady tries to explain that, but the parents just talk over her and the techs have a conversation about it in their language. And then the girl doing my nails nods and says, Okay, when I'm done with her, I will fix it. Cool, cool. I proceeded to then ask for a dip manicure with nail art and the deluxe spa package. 
the hour was up and the girl and the parents were positively fuming They ended up leaving her nail still broken My nails look great and I tipped extra. Well safe to say you absolutely nailed this petty revenge Well There you go Let's carry on. My roommate kept stealing my clothes, so I tie-dyed his. I didn't go to college until I was 21. For some reason, the fact that I was of legal drinking age made partying a lot less fun. That wasn't the case, though, for my 18-year-old roommate, Paul. We didn't have much in common, different courses, friend groups, etc., so we didn't talk much, but he was a huge party animal. He'd come to our dorm drunk at 2 a.m. on weekdays and then go to his classes very hungover. He also had a girl over at least once a week and they were never quiet But the most notable thing about paul is that he was a jerk Not only that but his family was loaded So he was the kind of jerk who bragged about how much of a jerk his money allowed him to be Paul was pre-law and some of his teachers graded students based on how formal their attire was in class Paul had six oxford shirts from expensive stores Think hugo boss and ralph lauren all in white His wardrobe consisted only of those shirts, four dress pants, and a single t-shirt. One day, as I was preparing to do laundry, I noticed some clothes I hadn't worn or put in the basket recently. Now, they were clearly worn, reeking of sweat, alcohol, and a bodily fluid I won't name. Some were also stained. It was gross. I confronted Paul about it, and sure enough, he'd been wearing my clothes to party, drink, and, in quotes, get lucky. His excuse was that his clothes were too expensive to wear at parties and like all my t-shirts flannels and jeans I yelled at him that he couldn't take my clothes without permission. He said Dude, it's just clothes. It's not that you can't wear them anymore The fight was going nowhere So I just told him to never do it again and he agreed but the week before spring break paul did it again This time he ripped one of my jeans not a small split that anyone can fix but a long horizontal tear across the thigh I could never wear those pants again. I thought about confronting Paul, but then I had a better idea. I was alone when I found out, so he didn't know that I knew. For the rest of the week, I didn't bring it up. Then, Paul left for spring break. He was wearing his t-shirt and didn't pack anything else since he was going home. So, I waited an hour, shoved all six of his Oxford shirts into my backpack, and left to spend the week with my family. Once I got to my mum's place, I started brainstorming what I'd do with the shirts. Tearing them wasn't enough. That could be fixed. Whatever I did, it had to be permanent. Then, my sister gave me a suggestion. I called a couple of friends over and we got to work. We tie-dyed every single white shirt. We chose the most vibrant colors we could find. There was no way Paul would be able to wash them off. After spring break, I made sure to get to the dorm before Paul. I put all the shirts back in the closet and left to see a friend. When I got back a few hours later, Paul was on the phone with his parents. He'd put them on speakerphone and was screaming about how someone had colored his shirts and he couldn't wear them to class. At one point, he said he wanted to sue whoever did it. At that, his father shut him up and told him to stop complaining. He said it was probably just a prank and he wasn't going to sue anyone. After Paul hung up, I asked, what's the matter, dude? He looked at me. I could tell he thought I'd done it, but he didn't say it. For about a week, Paul went to his classes wearing his only t-shirt. He couldn't convince his parents to buy him new shirts, so he had to start wearing the tie-dyed ones to class until he could save enough money to get more shirts. His craze dropped, but he still passed, and Paul never stole my clothes again. Not my proudest moment, but I don't regret it. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I don't really understand why Paul's getting so angry here. I mean, it's not as if there's anything to get in a twist about. No one, uh died or anything like that and the result wasn't a tie it doesn't really work uh, but nonetheless phenomenal revenge very much enjoyed it and yeah oh, people like paul are just not people you want to be associated with the, the tough thing is that you have to be a roommate with him that is tough i mean like, imagine you get to uni you're a, you're a you're a mature student you get to college whatever and paul is your roommate that is why they normally keep the mature students separate from the immature students let's just call them the undergrads because uh yeah you get a lot of people like paul at uni that's for sure um and when pools are with pools it's absolutely fine they have a great time but when pools are with other people that are trying to do their stuff yeah it doesn't really work and um tie-dyeing ultimately was the phenomenal answer and now for our final petty revenge of this episode how I got a terrible manager so embarrassed and stressed that she quits. I worked under a manager a few years ago who was awful in every sense of the word. She would throw personal belongings into the garbage, things like designer purses, coffee mugs, etc. Her excuse was they shouldn't be laying around in the open. I understand that, but you don't throw people's personal belongings away. This manager also enjoyed making our lives hell. She would add extra work on us from previous shifts that were short-staffed, as well as add work when governing bodies would be coming in to clean up the area. We would tell her we didn't have the already hilariously ridiculous time to get that impossible work done. She started suggesting we skip our breaks. Whenever we complained we didn't have time to complete work, she would say, Oh, well, I never got breaks whenever I worked for 40 years before getting this position. She'd even say things like, oh, your breaks aren't that important. Me, being nice to people's face to a point, shouldn't have been messed with. I emailed the general manager of the building as well as his assistants, a union representative and our union president. I explained how our manager was treating the staff regarding our breaks and how our belongings were literally being thrown in the garbage. Nobody responded to my email, but with the system we used, you could see everyone who saw it. So when everyone saw it and I received no reply, I replied to the email, failure to respond appropriately within a week will result in this email being forwarded to the Ministry of Labor and Human Rights Board. I received two emails from the union. One was the representative saying he didn't agree with the manager's comments. The other from the general manager saying he would deal with the issue. The next day, I came in for my evening shift. The manager was standing next to our reporting area, looking very upset. She pointed at a paper on the wall and explained that the general manager gave her that and that we were to sign off when we took our breaks. And if for whatever reason we missed it, she was to pay us for overtime. She then took me aside and told me she didn't understand why somebody would report her for cracking jokes. I responded with, Jokes are made when everyone laughs. When you made your jokes about our breaks and throwing our belongings out, not even you were laughing. She quit three days later, stating, Too much stress. Yeah, slightly, uh, slightly interesting opinion there from your boss. Oh, just stop having breaks, guys. You don't need them anyway. Why do they exist then? 
like breaks exist why are they there it's at times like this that i think about those studies that i've seen those experiments i don't know where it is like places in europe companies that have gone to a four day working week and they've actually seen the productivity of their employees increase because the employees work harder on the four days that they're actually in the office doing their jobs knowing that they have that three day weekend what I'm trying to say is, if you work more hours, it doesn't actually mean that you're being more efficient in your work, does it? Because you're just going to be so unhappy that you're going to be like, oh, I hate this. There's going to be a huge turnover of staff. And I'm sure that would have happened if the general manager and people above him wouldn't have got involved. Thankfully, they did. And thankfully, this manager quit. Anyway, guys, that is going to do it for this episode of r slash petty revenge. Six very simple revenges but so sweet and that is why i love this subreddit if you do as well get your likes in down below comment that you want to see more and subscribe for daily reddit content